starlings and welcome back to the stellar cycles podcast your hot girl database for all the things we wish we were taught but get to learn together now everything pertaining to your femininity your cycle and wellness and your walk in life as a woman I'm your host, Alina, and today we're talking about a realistic look into my days of the luteal phase. The goal of this episode is to give you ideas on how to have a smooth luteal phase, famously known for PMS and the generally unpleasant symptoms and signs that we exhibit around a week before our period comes. I know I share a lot of factual and educational information, but today I wanted to give you an episode on how I actually put this information to practice myself, how it helps and alleviates me during the luteal phase, and share some ideas that you can incorporate as well. Who wouldn't want to breeze through that final hell week, right? First, I want to share some updates though, as always. I don't think I touched on this, but Rasheen from our manifesting episode is having a baby. I'm so excited for her. Rasheen, sorry to out you, but I actually think she went and got pregnant that same weekend that we recorded the episode. So that's so funny. She told me pretty early on, just because I feel like as an ultrasound tech, people gravitate towards telling me things, which is really, really great. So yeah, she told me pretty early on and then I helped her do her gender reveal parties So she and her partner, they have adjacent birthdays just like me and Sam. So she and Rob have birthdays in January right next to each other. And they had a birthday party where a lot of the people who came to their birthday party didn't know that they're having a baby. So they decided to do both the pregnancy reveal and the gender reveal all at once. So the energy was just so crazy and incredible. And even though I'm not there yet myself, we'll see when God decides to send me a baby or a baby chooses me or whatever they say. I am so happy to see other people experience this. I feel like I'm experiencing it vicariously through them without like having to go through it myself. So I just want to thank Rasheen for including me in that. And I've just been meeting so many awesome people who are aligned with what I need help doing. The body of Christ is truly amazing. Like you'll send out a prayer and be like, Lord, I need help with this one thing. And in a very quick manner, someone will show up and you'll start talking to them and you ask them, what do you do? And they like literally hit the nail on the head of like, oh, I do this thing. And you're like, I've been needing help with that. I just love situations like that. So yeah, Rasheen's birthday gender reveal party was incredible. Such good energy. Her family is so beautiful and amazing and loving. And I'm just very, very happy for them. And yeah, it was just really fun to put together this party and help out with the decorations and the party planning of it all, which I really love to do. Next, I have been getting involved with a Bible study group. This is my friend Alona that lives in the building. She has just been gathering girls who are interested in studying the word a little deeper and it's just been really great. A lot of them are Slavic so it kind of helps me stay rooted in my heritage and practice the language and we, all 10 of us took a trip to U Spa in Orange County which if you've never been to a Korean spa you need to know that in the actual spa spa area you actually can't wear any clothes or swimsuits. You have to literally be naked and I remember the first time I had one of these experiences was when I was like 16. That really helped me be a lot more confident and free as far as not feeling ashamed of my body or anything like that. And so this trip with all of these girls, I don't know them very well, but it was kind of cool to just bond together, just be in our bodies. And you know, everyone looks so different and there's literally nothing wrong with that at all, at all. You know, we're all just 
vessels. So that was really cool. And finally, I'm just so happy to see this podcast and this community growing. I'm endlessly grateful for each and every one of you. And we're coming up on a year of Stellar Cycles and it's just been so cool to see people gravitate towards this podcast. Maybe people that I don't know, complete strangers that find this information useful. So it's for you that I'm doing this and I won't give up. I'm going to keep doing this. So let's get into our episode for today. We're talking about the luteal phase. So let's have a little luteal phase refresher. The luteal phase happens after you ovulate. So you ovulate usually in the middle of your monthly cycle and post-ovulation kicks off the luteal phase, which lasts 10 to 14 days. You can consider this as the autumn or the fall of your cycle. So everything is kind of slowing down and this happens gradually. It's not like you ovulate and then boom, you're completely devoid of energy or irritable. It's a slow downward slope where around days 17 to 23, you're pretty much feeling okay. You're not feeling that much different, but you're not as energetic as you were in the first half of your cycle. And by cycle, I'm just reminding you guys that I mean the entirety of your 28 or 31 days. That's the cycle not just your period. So on around day 24, you're approaching your period and you're just days away and you're really feeling like you're over it. You just want everything to kind of like start over. And the reason that we feel uncomfy symptoms during the luteal phase, otherwise known as PMS week, is because our hormones are gradually declining to prepare for the start of a new cycle, right? As I've talked before, we as women, we go through a roller coaster of hormones, of emotions over our, whether it be 27 day cycle or 32 day cycle, but our hormones vary throughout the cycle. They're not always the same. And so in the last part of your cycle, in the luteal phase, everything is just kind of slowing down. Because we continuously make estrogen throughout our cycle, too much of it in the system can lead to incredibly sucky vibes like sore breasts, irritability, mood swings, maybe bloating or weight gain, decreased sex drive, and low energy or motivation. So this is all very normal things that we feel during the luteal phase. And I'm here to tell you that there are things that you can do, things you can eat, things you can incorporate into your life that will will help you feel much better during the luteal phase. And we're very sensitive and intuitive during this time, so it's best to focus our attention to detail-oriented projects that we can get lost in working on alone without too much brushing up against others because friction in the luteal phase might make you pop off. I have been guilty of this myself, so I find that focusing on grinding it out, whatever I need to do, maybe being at home, focusing on home tasks is a lot more beneficial to me and it helps me sidestep a lot of negative situations. And the thing is, for example, I, when I used to work at the hospital and I wasn't very aware yet of my cycle or the different phases, I was actually a completely different person when I was working during my luteal phase. And I worked in healthcare and healthcare requires a lot of patience, sympathy, compassion for these people. And I would find that the days leading up to my period, I did not feel an ounce of sympathy or compassion or patience. And only when I started recognizing why this happened, 
hormones, not because I'm a bad person, but because my body literally doesn't even have the hormones anymore to deal with this. Only then did I, oh, okay, I'm going to actively avoid those days, maybe kind of switch my shifts around because I had the freedom to do so. I understand not everyone has the freedom to manipulate their schedule like that or just pick whenever they work, but there are things that you can do to help yourself even if you are having to work or be around people. Just focus on tasks that keep you busy and kind of take you away from the crowd. During the luteal phase, we need to be very grounded or else we might explode. Again, because we're feeling emotional, we're feeling very sensitive, little things are going to set us off that normally wouldn't throughout the month. So just something to pay attention to. I compiled a few things that I've been doing and I'm excited to share them with you. For me, everything starts with the evening routine. That is the building block of that night, the sleep that I get, the morning of my next day, and of course how my next day goes. So this is vital for me. I guard my evening routine like a mama bear, okay? It is important for my health, for me to be able to function optimally, and for me to be the best person that I can be for everyone in my life, I have to prioritize this. Prioritizing a healthy amount of sleep is going to be the cornerstone of this phase because our bodies really need more sleep, first of all, as women. I've been seeing some stuff go around. I'll need to research this a little deeper, but apparently when they figured out that humans need eight hours of sleep, they were only doing that study on men. And it turns out that women actually need more sleep than men. And we thrive on around nine, even 10 hours of sleep. And even if there's no factual basis to that statement, I'm just going to go ahead and say that at the very least, a lot of sleep keeps us young and beautiful because we're avoiding the sun. We're letting our bodies rest we're regenerating. So get that sleep, girls. And then also in your luteal phase, you're way more focused on a neat and orderly home. Because of the amount of hormone progesterone working at the cycle, it makes us notice things that we tend to miss at other stages of the month or the cycle. So, you know, you might be a little more keen on cleaning up your baseboards or doing like really meticulous home cleaning things because for some reason that feels very rewarding at this time. I try to go for calm evenings too during my luteal phase. I'm not as open to socializing or late nights. For example, like that Bible study that I was talking about, it starts around 6.45 and by 8.30, I'm like, sorry, I gotta go. And that's fine. I literally don't feel bad about peacing out because I know that in order to feel my best and operate in optimal health, I need to, you know, start winding down. It takes time to kind of clean things up, get everything ready for bed, take care of the dog. So yeah, I get super cranky if I don't get enough sleep during this phase. You know, during the earlier stages of the month, right after my cycle, I can get away on like five or six hours of sleep. It's not great, but I don't feel it as rough as I do in the luteal phase. If I don't get enough sleep... I turn into a monster. So what helps me prepare the best evening routine and set myself up for success the next day? Well, I start winding down at eight. I make sure that Nova, my puppy, has had dinner and I start doing my skincare so that it absorbs into my skin by the time that I hit the pillow. I will also do what I can to tidy up the home. That means emptying the sink into the dishwasher, making sure the dishwasher is running, getting the trash out of the house, just making sure I'm picking up any sort of clutter 
better lying around because oh my god there is nothing better for your mental health than coming out in the morning to a clean beautiful space that's just ready for you to do your thing i will also in the evening i'll steep my oh my goddess tea so you guys know i'll usually drink red raspberry leaf and then this last time that i was at the farmer's market i actually picked up a blend that has red raspberry leaf it has hibiscus it has rose it has don quai it has chased berry tree it has all of these amazing things to support our female hormones so i've been drinking that every single day and i am very very excited to see if it helps my period at all this upcoming time i'll also make sure i potty the dog to you know avoid any sort of accidents in the home i'm still house training her kind of so you know we're still getting it down and after i do that i will try to do yoga before bed and by that i mean like a 10 or 15 minute session i can't do like 20 or 30 minutes before bed this doesn't happen every night but the nights that it does it really helps me prepare and slow down for sleep like by the time i'm done with this 10 minute session i'm so ready for bed if I'm in bed by 9.30, reading like a couple of pages even, or doing a short little sleepy meditation, I'm happier than a clam. That's how I know I'm going to get really good sleep that night. Another thing I've been incorporating is I'll take activated charcoal in capsules and I'll drink that with water before I go to bed. This really helps us eliminate toxins and eliminate excess estrogen and stuff out of the body during the luteal phase because, you know, things have been building up. Whenever we have our period our body actually detoxes like that's a detox phase for the body so by the time it's been a month since our period our body is just full of stuff that needs to get out of it so activated charcoal really helps eliminate toxins metals basically anything that you don't want in your system because those things can actually bind to the activated charcoal they attach to it and then once it leaves your body so do those toxins so great for detox Normally, I'll go for eight hours of sleep, but sometimes I'll naturally wake up at like six or seven and I hate it. I literally can't stand when my body's fully awake and I look at my phone and it's like 5.30 and I still have like an hour to sleep. I don't know what to do about it. I'm still, you know, I'm still optimizing all of this. So come morning time, guys, the best decision that I've made for myself personally, and especially in the luteal phase, has been cutting caffeine out. I don't know what it is, but... I feel like I naturally have a good amount of natural energy that if I add caffeine to that, it's like throwing gasoline on a fire and it doesn't benefit me at all. And here's the thing, I fall for it because I love the taste, but then I literally feel manic. I start having like heart palpitations. I'm genuinely losing it after just one cup of coffee. So if anyone is out there and they have to drink like three or four cups of coffee a day, and are fine, please reach out to me because how do you do that? I really don't understand. However, because I do like coffee, it's just like my body can't handle it. I still see it as a once a week or so treat. I'm not eliminating it completely, but I'm not tossing it onto an empty stomach. That's for sure. What does my morning look like and throughout the day of my luteal phase? So 6 a.m. or so, I'll get out of bed. I'll go immediately to my bathroom. I pretty much always need to go number two right away. And this is actually a very healthy sign if you need to eliminate right after you wake up because that means your body is ready to like flush those things out. After I do that, and you always want to flush with the toilet lid down because when you flush, the particles from your waist will fly up into the air and we don't want that. So always close the lid when you flush. 
Another thing too that I've been loving doing is mouth washing and scraping my tongue because before you drink water, you want to do this because bacteria has been multiplying in your mouth and everything that your body has been eliminating is just kind of sitting there on top of your tissue. So it needs to be manually kind of taken out. So I'll scrape my tongue and then I'll drink about eight to 10 ounces of just room temperature water. This is something that I set up for myself the night before. I'll leave it by my sink in a pretty cup to make me excited to drink it. And finally, my bathroom routine ends with an LED mask. It's on for just three minutes. It does its thing. After my little bathroom ritual, I put on my sweats and I go to the roof to watch the sunrise. I'm not making this up. This has been my obsession this year. I'll do my morning meditation out there. I'll breathe. I'll fill myself with so much good oxygen. And I'm just like, let's slay the day. By then, I'm ready to get the dog. I'll take her potty, feed her, kind of take care of her, whatever she needs in the morning. So what have I replaced caffeine with? Well, juice has literally changed my life in the mornings. I'll go for a brisk walk downtown, a couple blocks and get my juice. And around the luteal phase, I always focus on luteal phase ingredients. That's going to be celery, cucumber, apple, carrot, ginger, mint, all those good things. So I can't tell you how energized I've been feeling by just going and doing that first thing in the morning, just juice juice after water, that's it. By eight o'clock, I start getting ready once I'm back. If you're a schlarb, this will change your life and how people treat you. This is kind of like a cheat code. They've done studies and self-esteem is generally at our lowest during our luteal phase. We don't speak nicely to ourselves. We might not think we're as hot. So it's super important to do what you need to do, girl, to look and feel presentable because it will make your day go better. By nine o'clock, I'm having my first actual food of the day my go-to breakfasts for the luteal phase and I just kind of alternate between the two so I'm not having the same thing every day. I'll either do some apples with almond butter and brown rice crisps with goat cheese or I've been making a pumpkin spice kasha so it's like pureed pumpkin, pear cinnamon sauce. I'll add rice to it. I'll add ricotta. I'll add a little bit of either maple syrup or brown sugar and then a little bit of salt. And this is so freaking good. You can even take it up a notch and add protein powder to it. And I'll air fry a bit of a healthy sausage, like no preservatives, nothing. It's completely grass-fed, grass-finished hot dog or sausage. And oh my God, this is so good. I've been loving this breakfast. It like makes my entire day. By 9.30, I begin on my tasks. So in the luteal phase, our focus is narrowed. Nothing feels better to us than just crossing off our to-do list. So I'll just try to get out for errands and back before noon. The irritability in me during PMS week cannot stand that there's other people where I am. So in and out, in and out, in and out. We're just, we're trying to make it happen as quickly as possible. So my morning is kind of taken up with the most demanding things. By 1 p.m. I have lunch. I've been absolutely obsessing over simple lunches lately and how fantastic they make me feel during luteal PMS week. We do not have to overdo it. Remember, we go for foods that grow close to the ground and remind us of autumn. So my go-to has been carrots, celery, and radishes dipped in hummus with some sauerkraut on the side and just like any leftovers that I might have had from the previous day that are a little more substantial. Like sometimes I'll do leftover pasta, but I am balancing that out with a lot of crunchy cruciferous foods. 
this makes me feel so good, you guys. Like, I, I cannot even describe to you the way that I've been functioning just because I have been doing simple lunches. Like, wow. And I used to need a nap in the middle of the day. I'm not even kidding. But now I really don't need to do that. I know that if I stay active and moving and push through that afternoon slump, I'll fall asleep without a problem that night. The afternoon during my luteal phase, I'll normally dedicate towards focusing on home tasks such as organizing the kitchen or clearing out a closet, clearing out the entrance closet, doing laundry, assessing what the house needs. Like I'll go around room to room and I'll make a list of, oh, this is needed here here or oh I need to replace this just going around and taking the time to get really familiar with your home and because I think with life we tend to forget that our home is a place for energy too and like if we leave things cluttered and not taken care of that sends out a message that you're not a person who takes care of things or you're not grateful for the abundance that you have so it's really important to also treat your house like a living thing a living dynamic thing that you go around and you assess its needs so yeah the afternoon is usually reserved for things like home tasks, computer work, emails, organization. So by 5 p.m. I'm usually done, like I've had it. Been a day of work and I'll take Nova out for a lengthy walk to get her energy out and this kind of gives me a chance to connect with people outside, you know, even strangers. I'll talk to other dog owners. (laughs) Having Nova has really made me a lot more social and outgoing and anything else I forgot to do that day I'll do at this time. By 6 p.m. I start on dinner and my current favorite has been roasted sweet potato. I love adding salt, pepper, and cinnamon and extra virgin olive oil to my sweet potatoes. I'll put that on a bed of fresh kale topped with air fried oyster mushrooms. Mm. And like I said, lots of olive oil and truffle. Oh my lord, this is my favorite, favorite dinner. I think the luteal phase, I've really nailed it with the food that I love to have during the luteal phase, which like I said, makes me feel supported, makes me feel amazing, really helps me alleviate these PMS symptoms. And 7 p.m., I'll usually hang out with my husband or like I said, I'll go and do something that's not like super demanding, like the Bible study or maybe hang out with a friend. Um, The best addition to my luteal routine has been Pilates. Oh my goodness. Thank you, Alex, my friend, for getting me into this. I was a little scared of Pilates because it's like, "Mm, the machine looks a little tricky, but I can't tell you how good I feel afterwards. It's not that strenuous. It's not as crazy as weightlifting and it works your body and coordination in such a way that you just feel incredible once you're done. By 8 p.m., I'm ready to start my evening routine. Basically, you guys have a lot of grace towards yourself during this phase and keep yourself busy and focused if you have a hard time being around people around your luteal phase. There's a reason for that and it's to tell you to start turning inwards because your period is on the way. With that, we wrap up a realistic look at my luteal phase. I hope you guys found these insights helpful and that they inspire you to be more mindful during your own luteal phase and really kind of find what works for you, how you can support yourself with lifestyle changes, with exercise, with foods that really support and balance your hormones. And remember, every woman's cycle is unique and what works for me might not work for you. It's all about understanding your body, what you need, listening, and making adjustments where it is necessary. Now, it's your turn. Tune into your body and start making your luteal phase a more enjoyable experience. 
please make sure to follow on Instagram at Stellar Cycles Pod. You can also follow me on TikTok at Lena What You Doing because I kind of show a lot more on TikTok than I do on Instagram. So you can also DM me on Instagram for a free grocery guide if you're not sure, like, okay, how do I start? How do I shop for certain parts of my cycle? How do I know which parts of my cycle to shop for? What days they are? So you can DM me. I will give you a free copy of the grocery guide that I made and I am looking forward to seeing your ratings if you enjoy this podcast and if you're feeling extra generous I love to read reviews that you guys leave for me until then spread the good word about the stellar cycles podcast to your fellow women and let's all elevate our lives cycles and dreams together till next time stellar cycles out